Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcast Network. For more episodes like this, go to breelnetwork.com. Enjoy the show. We're true. We're true to our trade. We're here. We're doing what we need to do, Adam. We're churning it out for the people, for the listeners. We try. I'm trying to watch this fight right now. The Floyd Mayweather fight? The <laughs> Floyd Mayweather-Conor McGregor fight right now. I have it, have it queued up on my phone. I'm watching it. That'll I'm, tell you how far behind we are. We are recording this week ahead of time. So Yeah, by the time this show gets released, everybody will know. But um, we're recording it while I'm watching it. So Right now, it's in the seventh round, and it's 3-3. So... I yeah. thought I thought Floyd would knock his crazy Irish out, Irish ass out. So, so I'm gonna be paying attention to this while we while we. But do it's the still show. going. But it's still going. Still going. I'll keep you guys posted <coughs> if something big happens. Sounds good. You brought a very unique beer this time. It did. Super, insanely unique. Yeah, it's. I believe it's called Yum Yum or Yummy That's a Yum. Wise. Well. Yeah, okay, yeah, yum yum. Never mind. Yum yum. It's written kind of funny. Um it's it's looks very Arabic. It's got a Middle Eastern man celebrating, looks like on the front cover, and it's <clears throat> and every pretty much every single letter, it looks like it's written in a foreign language, but every single letter is written in English, but it looks like it's written in Arabic. So Right. <clears throat> so it is an American session ale. Would you call that racist? Would you call it racist? Why? By doing it that way? No. You're clearly, clearly <clears throat> piggybacking off of a, an Arabic um, style. Is that what you would call it? Like, it looks very Arabic, but it's not. So... Floyd just landed a big a big right. But like a day? Yeah. Um... Still going. Anyway, the American, the Yum Yum American Session Ale from the, oh, this is funny, ironic, the Three Floyds Brewing Company. And we're watching Floyd Mayweather fight uh, from Munster, Indiana. We totally planned that, by the way, guys. We totally planned it. So, I'll go first this time. I think think you went first last time. Let me have have a go. Mm. I like it. Um, sessions, session ales are are a little bit uh, a little bit bitter, but they're not quite as hoppy as an IPA. Um, I like the flavor of it a lot. I'm a big fan of this. Oh, I, I really like the artwork too. So I'm gonna give it a, a four out of five on my rating. Well, describe the artwork for them. Just, just oh well, I, it has. It has a man with a beard. He looks like he's clearly Indian? looks like he's yes, Indian or Arab of some kind. Definitely Middle Eastern. Definitely Middle Eastern. Indian subcontinent maybe. I don't I don't, I don't know. But uh it's good. It's good beer. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. We'll we'll put pictures of it up on yes. Four Distractions Facebook. Uh, I'd have to say, it's not super hoppy. It's it's got a bit of a hop bite to it, but it's not. 
terribly hoppy. If you don't like hops, you could definitely stand to drink this beer. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> lettering definitely looks like of Arab, of Arab descent, I guess you, you would say. Um, definitely influenced by the Indian or Arab culture. Um, the beer doesn't really have any kind of unique wow factor. It just tastes like a generic ale to me, I guess you would say. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a casual hoppy beer. I'd give it a 3 out of 5. 3 out of 5, just an average beer for me. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Sorry, I'm, I'm a little bit... I'm trying to watch this fight. I noticed and, that. Yeah. I noticed that. You're a little distracted. It's kind of a big deal, show. though. Kind of a big deal. Kind it's... of a d- big deal, yeah. I'm streaming it on my phone here. So, I got a beer story for you, Scott. I got a beer story. Um, I'm just going to read you the headline real quick, and we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Denmark Brewer makes beer using human urine. Sink that into your brain. In the words of Conor McGregor, what the fuck? Yes, they call it... It's a Pilsner. Can you guess what names they named it? Pisner? You're right. You're right. exactly right. You're on point. It's, they call it the Pisner. They call it the Pisner. Um, definitely a, a wordplay thing. What they did was... Um, let me look here real quick. I guess this brewery decided to go full organic, and when they went full organic, they decided to use piss in their... Uh, in their beer to it sounds like horrible. It's it it sounds horrible. Um, basically, what it is is. Hang on a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna read you directly from the article. We don't have our resident brewer here to kind of explain the science behind it. But basically, what it says is the brew is made with malting barley fertilized by the contents of urinals at the largest music festival in Northern Europe. The fifty thousand liters of human waste liquid was used as an alternative to traditional animal manure or factory-made fertilizer products. I don't know the science behind it, because I don't understand why manure would be included in making beer. Do you? I mean, maybe using the fertilizer to grow the hops or some of the other I mean, barleys I, or wheats or that would be my guess. or whatever they put in it. Um, I don't fully understand it. It's 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 a weird thing. Um, apparently, their their batch of uh, beer that they made from the festival produced about sixty thousand bottles of beer. How would you feel? How would you feel about buying a case of beer and the guy that sold you the beer said, "Oh, that was made using uh, human urine." Would you be intrigued or would you be disgusted? I would be disgusted right away without hesitation. Apparently, there's a lot of people that say they taste the beer and it doesn't taste that bad. It, it actually, like, it doesn't taste bad at all. It tastes actually relatively good. You forget that noise, man. Forget that stuff right away. <clears throat> well, it's organic, you know? It's organic. It's meant to be, you know, better? Is that what organic means? Better? I don't even know, really. Uh, I just think it's another millennial hipster craze. The well, organic you, thing. You say that, but I mean, it's, it's, it's Europe. Are there millennials in Europe, really? They invented it. Really? Did they? I don't know. I feel like, well, I feel like millennial thing, that's like an American thing. That's like an Americanized thing. Like, I feel like each country should have their own thing. So. I've had some beer that tastes like piss, 
but I've never had beer that actually is piss. I don't think I would even ever want to try it. You wouldn't just, be curious, though? Like, not even curious. Like, even if you just tried once. Just once. Be like, you know, we made this beer. Like, it's... People have tried it, and they said it t- doesn't taste bad. People have tried it and said, D- you can't even really tell it tastes like piss. So... Not to mention, like, when you think about it, like, like in, like in space, like in space stations and things like that, they recycle their urine so that they can reuse it as water. So, you know, you're, you know, they're drinking, they're technically drinking piss up there. So, you know, there's a way to filter out piss so you can get the moisture for the water out of it so you don't drink the... Would you drink it? i give it a try. I would. You would try I it? would try it. You'd drink that piss? Yeah, should I try it? You'd be a piss drinker? If I went to Denmark... And I went to this brewery, and they told me they had a unique beer that was made with using human urine. I can't say that I would not try it. I can't say I wouldn't be intrigued. Because, yeah, like, if, if they're going to make a beer like that, like, I I know, like I said, I know astronauts, like, in spaces, they recycle their urine for water. So, you know, nothing's wasted. Nothing is wasted in space. You saw The Martian. Nothing's wasted. Yeah, I like the Martian. That was good. I'd be intrigued. I'd be intrigued to try it. Hmm. So, well, I'll tell you what, Adam. If you bring some of the Belgian Pissner on as a beer of the show, I will drink it. Don't expect that to happen because I'm not <laughs> going to pay the fees to get that in the country or anything like that. I'm not going. I'm not going to spend all that money now. Nah, nah. But definitely intrigued. If anybody was wondering, um. I was a little bit preoccupied at the beginning of the show. I was trying to watch the fight and do the show. Floyd Mayweather knocked out Conor McGregor in the 10th round. So it's over. It's done. Everybody already knows Which, that. Which, alright, like I said, not a sports guy, obviously. I like sports, mm-hmm. but I'm not fluent in the rules and the, uh, the ways of the sporting events. Especially that is boxing. So, I'm curious. Even... He got knocked out, but he didn't actually, like, go down. No, he actually didn't, but it was ugly. So, he, to me, that's not a knockout. He was getting teed off on. Don't care. That's not a knockout. I, he didn't fall to the ground. The, I'm thinking Rocky. Rocky. Rocky had to go down or get knocked out. The uh, the official stopped it because he was going to get seriously hurt if he kept going. Because that's he wasn't even able to be defensive. the name of the game. Yeah, well. the name of the game. Look at our football players today. How many having brain injuries and things? But name of the game. Yep. Name of the game, sir. Right. I want to see blood. I want to see somebody pull out a fucking sword and chop somebody's arm off or something like that. If it bleeds, it leads. That's why our news, our news media, always puts uh, the worst articles first. <laughs> you know? It's, just, it's what people want to see. It's what people want to hear about. Oh, yeah. Definitely. We're violent, violent culture. So, what have you been watching lately, sir? Oh, on TV, movies, I got a phone call the other day. It's pretty close. Sitting around, hanging out, my phone rang, and it was my, my boys over at the, the family video. Family video. They called me, and they said that my account was randomly selected to receive a free rental this week. Which, you say your family video is in, like, Hubbard or some shit like that? Yeah, well, it's, you know the, in, it's in Hubbard, Ohio. Well, you know there's one in Sharon, right? Yes, you do know I'm, I live closer to Hubbard, Ohio. 
than I do Sharon, Pennsylvania. Do you? Is, is Westmosa closer to Hubbard? Yes. Huh. We border Hubbard. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's closer. I didn't know that. Yeah. I know this one in Sharon. I right? fail geography, sir, okay. so... People to me, listening are to like, me, what the fuck are they talking about? To me, we're right next to California. So. No, no, we're not at all. But uh, speaking of California, though, I hadn't rented a movie from Family Video since I got back from California. So I think they just gave me a free rental because they wanted to get me back. Because I was spending some money there and I stopped. Well, they need to get you back because <laughs> you're the only one renting there. So you're I basically went, providing their got, only economy. I got my free rental and I rented Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I watched it, Adam. And what did you think? I told you it was great. I told you it was amazing. I told you it was the best thing since sliced bread and Jesus. So what's next? So you saw it when it first came out in the yes, movie I theater? I did. Did you see it just one time? Yes, because usually when I see movies, I see it with my mother and my sister because we kind of like the same movies. And if I see it a second time, I will either go with you or I'll go see it by myself. Mm-hmm. But I did not see this one twice. Okay. So, so it's, it's been, been a while, a while, been a while since while. you've seen it. Long time. So Which I one? rented it, brought it home, watched it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. But when I was done with it, I remember thinking, that was good. But I did not like it more than I liked the first Guardian of the Galaxy. I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. This one was good, but it wasn't as good as the first one. But then, but then it kind of snuck up on me. A couple days later, I realized I'm singing songs from it. I'm quoting lines from it. And I realized it, it just, it's one of those ones that needed to sink in a little bit. So I gave it some time. And now I, I think, yeah, I really, really did like it. It's really up there for me. I think your issue is, and I'm not saying your issue because you're fucked up and you're a you're a bastard. But I think I think what you your mean issue if the shoe is, fits. I mean, I think when your issue is when you're watching movies, if you see a sequel, if you loved the first one, you're the kind of person that if you see a sequel, you're gonna say, "Well, I love the first one," you know, with my whole heart. I'm not gonna love this one, no matter what. And I don't mean like you're not going to love this one. I mean, you're going to think like, oh, you know, the first one's better no matter what. But like like you said, it had to sink in. You know, you, you're singing songs later about it. You're you're sitting there saying like, oh, my God, I'm thinking about this movie a couple days after. Like, you had to really think about it. You know, like like you said, I think you said your favorite Indiana Jones movie is which one? Raiders. Raiders. The yes. first one. My That's my favorite movie exactly. of all time. Exactly. Your favorite one is Raiders. All right. But. I wonder if you would have watched Last Crusade first and then watched late Raiders. Maybe Last Crusade might have been your favorite. I very much because like it Last Crusade. Been, because it might have been your first first delving into the Indiana Jones culture. His... Well, we're going to talk about Indiana Jones. Raiders of the Lost Ark is by far my favorite film of all time. Yes. And uh, The Last Crusade out of the Indiana Jones films, is my second favorite. I really enjoy that movie. It's good. I like Temple of Doom. I would rank Temple of Doom third. It's not a bad movie. I like it. Uh, Willie in Short Round can be annoying. And it's a little bit dark with the whole child slavery thing. So those those are I the, like a good dark story every now and then. See, I like more happy-go-lucky. That's just me, though. So that that's mainly why it's still third, but I still think it's a good movie. But I like all of them. I'm not counting Crystal Skulls. I would rank that one fourth. That was a flaming turd. But I still like it because it's it's 
Indiana Jones. It's the characters we know and love. It was a bad movie. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I've seen it a few times. I don't know if I could ever watch it again. Crystal Skulls was a bad, bad movie. But I enjoy it for what it is because it's our characters. It's our indie you know, doing it again. Jurassic Park, the first Jurassic Park movie, is one of my all-time favorite films. Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World, and Jurassic Park 3, they're both crap. But I feel like both of those movies hold special places in my heart, even though they're both not good, because of my love for the original movie has bled over into them. Pirates of the Caribbean, same way. So I think if I love, love, absolutely adore the original movie, and the sequels are kind of par to Midland, then maybe they get bumped up a little bit because I love that whole universe. Yes, but don't talk about Guardians like that, because Guardians 2 was amazing. It was great. You it think was it was amazing. better than the first one? I think... I said this when I first saw the movie, and I'll say it again. I think Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 was one of the first, if not only, sequels to a movie that I have seen that is on par with the first one. It, it took what the first one had... And made it just as good. Like, if you think about it, when you think about a movie sequel, you think about, oh, you know, the first one's great, but the second one, oh, it's a movie sequel, they're going to mess it up somehow. It's not going to be as good, it's not going to have the same magic. I think Guardians 2 was absolutely on par with Guardians 1. It was actually a good, great sequel to the first movie. It took what the first movie had and made it just as good. I'm not going to say it made it better, it made it just as good. Which I think is the goal that people should have for sequels people should stop thinking about sequels being like oh you know we need to make make it better we gotta take it and improve upon it you don't need to if it was good the first time you don't need to improve upon it take what you had the first time and do it again if it ain't broke don't fix it exactly if it ain't, it ain't broke don't fix it and i think that's what volume two did volume two said it's not broke why we gotta fix it so well i very much liked it i even think I like it a little bit more now than I first did after I watched it. I still don't like it more than the first one. But that's not saying anything, because I loved the first Guardian of the Galaxy. But I think I think the reason why I loved it so much is because I was completely, utterly ignorant on the Guardians of the Galaxy. And I'm not a huge comic book guy. Some of my friends are insane comic book guys. They know every superhero, every iteration of them that they've ever done. That's not me. I read several comics as kids, and I know these certain storylines. So I'm, I'm in, inversed in some of, this, some of these stories. But I knew nothing about Guardians of the Galaxy. Nobody did. It was kind of, from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, it was kind of a, a B- or D-level comic. It wasn't super, super popular. It was kind of it was short-lived, had a short run, and obscure characters had its had its fans, and that was about it. Didn't really expand out much further from that. And for Disney and Marvel to take it and turn it into the huge franchise that it is is very impressive. And I went in and watched that first movie. I saw the first one in the theater, not expecting much. And was completely blown away by it. So I, I was happy with that. 
I think I was, since I already know the story now, and I'm familiar with these characters now, I didn't have that element of surprise that the first one gave me. Yeah. So that's that That was something that was missing. Well, but. apparently in the the comic books, it was a lot, a lot of the stories are a bit darker. Like, for example, Groot, he could talk in the original comics. Like, he had a, like, he could speak, he had, like, language, he could talk to everybody else, everybody could understand him. He only started saying, I am Groot, apparently, when his species suffered, like, a disease uh, that I, I don't know, I can't remember if it was biological, like, w- weapon or something like that that was used against him, I can't remember, but it, his entire species suffered a disease where eventually they could only say those phrases, like, I am Groot, like, they lost their ability to speak, but he could still say, like, I am Groot, and that's how he could talk. And apparently Groot wasn't, like, in the movie, he's, like, a happy-go-lucky individual, like, he's, you know, peaceful, you know, he's kind of, like, I don't want to say dim-witted, but he's gullible, maybe a little bit, and he, like, just kind of does things where it's like, you know, in the first one, Rocket's like, we gotta get that thing off the wall, and blah, blah, and they're arguing about it, and Groot's like, well, I just reach up and get it, and he just reaches up and just grabs the thing off the wall and takes it down and gives it to him and stuff, and the alarms start blaring, whereas in, I guess, in the comic books, he was a lot more violent of a character, like, he was really fucking hardcore, and he was, like, he was, like, kind of a villain, in the, his first iteration that he was ever shown. Like, he was shown in a comic book before the Guardians were created, and he was a bit of a villain. He was, like, real violent. He's talking about killing somebody or some shit like that. Like, he was real hardcore. So yeah. they really changed his character, I guess, in these movies compared to the comic book. Which, I mean, they kind of did a lot with a lot of the characters in some of those stories. They can really do it with a B comic book story because nobody's really read it, so they're like, we'll just use the assets and make them whatever kind of character we want. So, I'm a big fan. I loved it. I will say, I'm really happy. For those of you that have not seen the movie yet, Sylvester Sloan does play a role in it. He plays a great role in it. I love Sly. I love him as an actor. I'm really happy he played a side role and didn't make it a Sylvester Sloan movie. Like, that's what I felt like he that would have been if he would have played a bigger role in it. So it was, he played a great role. I think it was perfect. His role. There's a lot of people that criticize it and they say, why do we need Sylvester Stallone? Like we don't need, you know, these big name actors in here. We don't, we don't need, you know, Sly Stallone in here. We don't need Rocky in here. No, like it's fine. I don't think it's fine. It doesn't take anything away from the movie. Yeah, they did. They introduced Sylvester Stallone and he was another (laughs) Ravenger. Like, Spoilers, he was, like, one of the Ravager leaders or something like that. Uh, turns out the Ravagers have, like, different... Um, little, like, sex, almost. Yeah, I was going to say sex, like, different but organizations. They yes. They have a code that they follow, and and Yondu, who's played by Michael Rooker, great character. Love him. He, apparently, what happened, he broke the code. He broke the code when he took Quill... And he didn't finish the Not job. Not just Quill. Like, se- we found out later, several children he was taking. Yeah, he was, he was, he was, apparently there's a big code in the Ravengers. They won't transport people in general. I think, I think it's, I think it's people in general. They won't transport slaves or whatever. They won't transport mm-hmm. people, whether they're kids. And it made or it worse that it was kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, they won't transport people in general. They'll, they'll, they're criminals, but they're criminals with a code and they won't get people and children involved. They're more of guidelines. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, and he broke the code when he agreed to take Quill 
And these are the kids, you know, as passengers for whatever bullshit reason. So it was a great role for him. And I it brought it brought Yondu into a better light. It made him more of a character than just like a side, you know, Ravager leader character. Now he He was he, more of a villain in the first one. Yeah, now he has a story. Now yeah. he's like because apparently in in the original in the comic books, Yondu was a guardian. He was a guardian of the galaxy. He was and he he becomes a guardian of the galaxy in the second film. Yes. But the first one he was more of a villain. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in the comic books he was apparently there was like he was an original Guardian of the Galaxy right. or some bullshit like that. Like he was a the Guardian. OGs. Yeah, the OGs. And then he kind of like he was all for the Guardians. He loved. He was all for Quill and shit like that. He was all for him. He was fight for him. So it was it was a different story, but still it was a great story. I liked Baby Groot. You weren't as big of a fan of he him. It was okay. I didn't dislike no, him. No, you didn't like but you weren't as big of a fan. Everybody of him. was raving about how Baby Groot steals brought, the movie. It brought an innocence to it. It did. I didn't dislike him. The scene with him and Rocket with the with the nuclear bomb. Yeah, yeah that was great. That, that was a funny scene. I, I give. I'll give that. A, I'm. I don't want to spoil the scene for you guys. I, I really don't. I want to talk about it. I don't want to spoil it. It's a great scene. Just that whole sequence. Of I mean, events. that scene was shown in the trailers. So, but not the whole thing. The no, whole, not no, the whole thing. But it, it went a lot longer than what they showed in the trailers. It was it was a great sequence of events. But yeah, it was great. I loved Baby Grit. I loved the opening. The opening to the movie was great. They were fighting the monster in the background, and Baby Grit just kind of dancing into the music, and just it, it was it was great. I liked it. I'm I'm a, I'm a Baby Grit fan. But Drax, Drax, our boy. Yeah, I liked him. He was probably my favorite character in this film, and I really didn't care for him too much in the first one. He was much better in the second film. He had a different. Well, he aura had to learn. He had him. to learn. Yeah, he had to learn that family, you know, isn't just what you relate to. And he had a he had a mission in the first, and his mission was rev- taking revenge for the death of, death of his wife and his child. This one, it's like, yeah, he still wants to kill Thanos for that, but yeah, you know, he he found a family, he found a family, and it's great. And he. He was funnier, and his dry humor really, really was oh, great. Yeah. yeah, he had a lot of good one-liners. I yes, liked it. very like Drax a lot. It's a good film. Good I film. loved it. Um, I saw Kong Skull Island recently. How was it? It's not bad. It's not. It's not a bad movie. Um, it's not as good probably as original. Um, better than the Peter Jackson. Well, that was crap. Um, I'm gonna say it was it was it was it was a good movie. Um, now they're tying that movie into the Godzilla universe. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. They explain. They v- make a very good point to explain what is uh, the one actor's name. Um, I don't know. I played it. He was a, he's he plays in a lot of comedy movies. He played. I want to say Talladega Nights. He played Will Ferrell's counterpart. Um, John C. Riley. Yes. Oh, John C. Riley was in the movie. Yes, John C. Riley. Oh, that, that, I like that's, him. that's what that's the name I'm thinking of. John C. Riley. He played he played a character that kind of played like exposition character where he was. He's basically, also in Guardians of the Galaxy. Duh. Oh, yes, he okay. was. Sorry, Maze, I, I do love that. I do love that actor. He played a very good role in this movie. I think. Boats he was, and hoes. <laughs> he was basically like exposition ex machina that's what he was like he was there to provide for the main characters and the audience what kong was all about what those tribes people were all about um spoilers for any movies we're talking about um 
basically Kong was there to protect the tribes people from this ancient monster that exists on the island, this lizard type character. Um, and basically he explained that Kong's still like basically a baby. He's still kind of like a youngling and he still has a lot to grow. So now we know from what he said there that he's going to grow huge and he's going to grow big enough to where he can either take on Godzilla or he can fight along Godzilla to whatever monster they decide to come. Because we, they've talked about it and the new Godzilla movies are going to bring in Mothra. They're going to bring in King Ghidorah. They're going to bring in Rodan. They're going to bring in all these other characters and they're bringing the monster verse to fruition. And I, I like that. I like, they're going to bring all these other monsters. And then I, they're not going to try to do like the 1999 Godzilla where it's like, you know, Godzilla versus the military and this, that, and the other thing. So, yeah, I, it's Godzilla versus another monster, yeah. which is really what the original Japanese yeah. Godzilla's gave us. Which I find, like, I know you didn't like the remake Godzilla. The 2014? Much. Yes. Yeah, I, I, it was okay. I didn't really care for it. I I have a special place in my heart. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. The 1998 Centeropolis Godzilla movie. I, I, I like it. I like it a lot. It's just fun. It's not fun. It's, it's fun to me. It's very shitty. It's fun to me. It's Matthew Broderick. Hmm, it's not that great. It's it's okay. I I listen, I got a special place in my heart for it too cuz it's my childhood. Fun. Like I remember fun. seeing that movie. I had I had one of those Taco Bell toys when you get kids meals back when they had kids meals Taco Bell where it was like a it was like a squishy little ball thing that was like a keychain but it had like a little baby Godzilla like it was a Godzilla egg and you squish it out the liquid and you could see the baby Godzilla. I had one of those when I was a kid. I used to have that shit all the time till it fucking broke cuz oh, they always they always break so That's heartbreaking. Yeah, like like that was absolutely my childhood too, but I also my childhood was the original Godzilla, the Japanese Godzilla. I had, I still have VHS tapes of some of the original, like Godzilla, like when he was fighting that fucking giant crab and the giant tarantula and Godzilla versus Rodan and Godzilla versus Kikidora. Like Godzilla I, Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, I, I have that too. Like I've got a lot of those tapes, and I used to love it. I was a fan. I was a Gamera fan, and. I hope they bring Gamera into this universe. Even if he's got to fight Godzilla, I don't give a damn. I like Gamera, the giant turtle. Everything has to fight Godzilla because yeah, I, even I Mothra's going to fight Godzilla. I, I was imagine. a Gamera fan. So, I was a big Gamera fan. I, I just hope they don't do the whole thing. If they're, they're doing a, trying to do a serious universe, I hope they don't do the whole thing where it's Godzilla and then like aliens come down and it's like aliens creating Mecha Godzilla and it's like aliens bringing down these alien monsters. I really kind of hope they don't do that because that's going to be a little that weird. in the original Godzilla's. There was the aliens who came down, kill all monsters. Yeah, and the, yeah. yeah. So I we had that already. I really hope I like if if they do a Mecha Godzilla, I really hope it's just like the peep the humans that do. I don't want Godzilla Junior blowing smokos. <laughs> that's what I don't want I don't want that but yeah I don't need no psychic psychic Japanese women talking to baby Godzilla yeah. and shit like that talking about it. I don't need any of that let's bring some serious stuff I, I enjoyed the original I, I say the original the first remake Godzilla movie back in 2014 I enjoyed it I did not think there was enough monster fight though there was way too much human not enough monster and I think that's what 
This is the problem. I think that's the biggest criticism. That's the problem with the movie. And here's another thing. If you're going to do people, this is just me. Okay. You got to humanize it. You got to have some human element. You had way too much Scarlet Witch and not enough Walter White. I don't know. I think she's... I don't mind her. Way too much Scarlet Witch, not enough Walter White. I love... just, Just saying it. Here's my thing. Do you like... Do you like Brian Cranston because he's Brian Cranston, or do you like Brian Cranston because you like Breaking Bad? I like Breaking Bad, but I also like motherfucking Malcolm in the Middle. Okay, so so I like Brian Cranston, but I don't I don't know if his hype is just because he was such a good character in Breaking Bad, or if he's actually a good actor. So well, I like him. I think he's good, and he died so early in that film, and it made me angry. I think one of the Best scenes from that movie, though, was the scene where the tro- the soldiers were dropping into the city, and they were parachuting in, they had the masks on, and they were dropping in next to Godzilla. Like, they saw Godzilla, and you could see the scale. Like, Godzilla, he didn't give a shit that troopers were dropping in, he didn't give a shit about that, he's looking for the monster. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give a shit about the human element. Right. He doesn't care. And I thought that was such a ama- because it showed you the scale of human to monster relativity. Right. So I want to rewind here a little bit because the nineteen ninety eight Godzilla film with Matthew Broderick, I I I can see that it was wasn't a good movie. But I really liked it and you're telling me that you just you didn't like it? You didn't think it was fun? Mm-mm, no. I didn't like I you know what? Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to live here and I'm gonna say the reason why I didn't like it think it was fun. I didn't like the the Godzilla design. I didn't like the design of Godzilla. He looked way more lizardy than monster. I guess you would say he looked more like they were trying to go for like a a dinosaur vibe they than had, like a like, monster. They had vibe. iguanas on bikini atoll that got. Nuked. I, just, I just didn't like the way Godzilla looked, and there was like it's Zilla now. Yeah, now it goes it's Zilla. by Zilla. It goes by right. Zilla now. Um, there were parts of the movie I liked. I do. I'm a fan of Matthew Broderick. I do like him as an actor, so I did enjoy so his role. But they origi- Okay, there's a fun fact: the company that owns Godzilla, years later, purchased the rights from Centeropolis, from the company that did the '98 Godzilla film. They purchased the rights back, and their goal was to basically. Purchase it to never ever let it have anything again, because that movie ended on a cliffhanger. You know, you saw yeah. the egg, so like they left it up in the air for a sequel, which it didn't make enough money. It wasn't, you know, the rate the the reviews of it weren't very good, so it never happened. But there was always that chance of maybe there's going to be a sequel. Well, the original company, the Japanese company, bought the rights to basically squash any idea of ever making a sequel, which was fine. But now there's been talk, that's when they changed the name to Zilla, of maybe, possibly adding the Zilla character to this universe and having Godzilla fight it and kill it once and for all and be done with it. They already did it in Japan. The Japan one, right. But they're bringing it to the American universe. They're not going to do that. People would hate them. People would hate them for that. Because here's the thing, this, this universe is trying to make it super serious. If you did that, it would be really self aware and really silly and it would kind of ruin any Have you ever seen a Godzilla movie? They're very silly. They're very silly. Not 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 the 2014 one. It wasn't silly. No, it wasn't. That's but... what I mean. Like they're they're pushing for a more like with Kong Skull and they're pushing for a more serious, more just 
less self-aware uh, monster universe. And I think that's fine. There's no way they would bring Zilla into it because it would be too silly. Like, that's the reason why they did it in the Japanese version because it was like Godzilla takes on all monsters. Like, he was literally fighting every single monster and they brought Zilla in so that... And if I saw the scene where Godzilla took on Zilla and literally it ended with Godzilla swinging around tail swiping Zilla and then breathing fire on him and it was over in like two seconds. Like it was there it was their It's com- a metaphor. Yeah, it was their <laughs> comment on what they thought of the ninety eight Matthew Broderick film. Like it was their comment on it. Like it's bullshit. The Zilla's bullshit. Godzilla rules over it. So, so guilty pleasures. I'm gonna name a few. I want I want your Okay, I'm gonna that one, the ninety eight Godzilla film's a guilty pleasure of mine. I got another one for you. What you think? Did you ever see the early 2000s film with Christian Christian Bale and Matthew Broderick called Reign of Fire? No. With the fucking dragons. Did you ever see that shit where the dra- the Yes! How- yes! Takes place in the future? Yes! Takes place in the dragons future? dragons come back? Yes! Oh my god, I remember that How movie. How fucking great. <laughs> okay. Shit movie. Absolute shit. I didn't like it. But it was like so it. fun. Come on. I didn't it's, like it. What? How and fun. I'm, listen, I'm the medieval dragon guy. I love that kind of fantasy bullshit. I didn't like it that much. Oh. I didn't like it. No? I didn't really? like it. I, I gotta be honest with you. I didn't like it. Guilty pleasure of mine. It was great. It was just... Oh, they fucking jump from the helicopter. Like, oh, dude. They're like, oh, man. I didn't like it. I like, I get it. I totally get it. They were trying to do the thing, but I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Like... It's really hard to bring fantasy into present day or future. Will Smith is trying to do it with his new uh, movie or TV show, or whatever he's trying to do uh, on Netflix, where it's basically future day. Like he's a police officer and bullshit, but it's like orcs and elves exist and there's magic, but it's like modern day future exists in our universe. He's trying to do that. It looks good. I don't know how it's going to play out because I don't know if you can hmm. do that. So, I can't remember the name of it is, though. Well, Reign of Fire. Need to give it another chance. I used to have it on VHS. It was a good, was a good one. And then we've got other bad movies that just were fun. Like, Snakes on a Plane is one of those films. Terrible movie. But it just it's a guilty pleasure of mine. I think it's so fun. Starship Troopers, we always talk about that. Love That's it. a great example. We love it. It's a terrible movie. Really badly done, but it's just so fun. Uh, Deep Rising, starring Treat Williams, I would throw that on the list. I got all kinds of these, like, and mainly they're like actiony, sci-fi a little bit. Those are the movies that are my guilty pleasures. That just oh, they're rot, they're rot. I get that a lot, but I got I got a guilty pleasure movie. I told you about it before uh, earlier today. Uh, Rocket Man. I watched that recently. That's an old uh, Disney live action movie about a mission to Mars. It's like a kids movie. Harlan Williams. Yes, and it's 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 a guilty pleasure. Like I I watched it a few days ago. I could watch it again and probably still enjoy it. It's a guilty pleasure movie of mine. Which, by the way, like when you go back and watch those old like live action Disney movies where they were just like kind of like licensing movies left and right. Like, oh, you got this kind of idea. Here you go. Here's a Disney license. They kind of swore a lot in those movies. Like, there was a lot of kids' movies where, like, there were, like, there was a lot of mature themes in a lot of those movies. 
So like there like in Rocket Man, there's a scene where he gets real shit faced drunk. Like he's he's blasted off the wall drunk, like taking shots left and right and everything like that. The scene, but like as he's going through like uh, astronaut training and everything, like there's a lot of mature <laughs> themes in those movies. I didn't realize Rocket Man was a Disney film. <laughs> yeah, like it if it has a Disney like remember the classic like cartoon Disney logo where it's like the blue castle and whatever and there's like the little arc like that goes Buena through Vista, it. yeah, yeah. Disney Corp. yeah it's it's like a disney i don't think they actually made it i think they might have just licensed it but yeah it's it, it has a disney logo before it so hmm. they made a lot of those movies speaking of disney live action films this is another sports one i don't know if you're familiar if you've seen these movies but i was thinking about it one of my favorite films and this is a movie we were talking about this earlier. The sequel I actually like better than the original, which are, there's a few and far between. I mean, oh, yeah. I like Terminator 2 more than I like The Terminator. And I like The Terminator a lot, but Terminator 2, is a bit, that's one example. Spider-Man 2, probably. X-Men 2 is just a well, couple of Spider-Man examples. 2 is like considered one of the best Spider-Man. Those up, are just examples of up sequels. Up until the new one that was made. So. Those are the examples of sequels that I liked more than the original. Yeah. This one, Mighty Ducks Two, really? I like really? better than the Mighty Ducks one, and I like blasphemy. The, I like the Mighty Ducks one a lot. Mighty Ducks one is a good movie, but Mighty Ducks two, that is there's something special about that movie. But then there was Mighty Ducks three, and I still scratch my head. So you mean to tell me, in Mighty Ducks two, they play in the World Championship, and they. They're able to, to beat the juggernaut that is Team Iceland. Motherfucking Gunnar Stahl. Motherfucking Jeff Sanderson. Like, they were grown-ass men playing in, like, the, the U-12 Pee-wee Ice Hockey League. And they fucking beat those guys in the championship. Oh, it was special. It was something special. But then, Mighty Ducks 3 rolls along, and they go to some, like, high school prep academy. And they can't even make the varsity team. You mean to tell me they just won the world damn championship and they can't even play varsity for you? What a bunch of horse shit. If Coach Bombay was here, this wouldn't be flying. Sorry. I think Mighty Ducks 3 sucks balls. And Mighty Ducks 2 is a great movie. Just had to get that off my chest, Adam. Okay, so do you know YouTube Red? I'm familiar, yes. Alright, um, do you remember The Karate Kid? Well, yeah, Ralph Macchio, of course. I'm going to need your help with this for a second, okay? okay? Who was the Credit Kid's uh, arch nemesis? Oh, was, uh, what was his name? Uh, Cobra Kai. Uh, yes, what was his, his name? His name escapes me. Um, the little punk-ass bitch. Ralph, really? Is Ralph Macchio... Uh, no, Ralph Macchio was No, no, Daniel. no, Will, William Zapka, I'm sorry. William Zapka, right? Was that, was that it, William Zapka? I mean, is that the actor name? That's what I'm asking, yes. I, yes, I don't yes. know. I don't know if they actually... Johnny? Name. Was that his name? Johnny, yes, Johnny. William Zapka, then. Thank you. Johnny was okay. the... Yeah. There's apparently... I heard about this, and I read, read a quick article. I don't know how true it is. Apparently, there's a YouTube Red show that's going to be coming where starring William Zapka, uh, Johnny... Just call him Johnny. Yes, Johnny. Um, Starring Johnny he's, from Cobra Kai Gym. As an adult, okay. he's, he's restarting the Cobra Kai Gym. Okay. Okay. 
I never saw any of the movies after Karate Kid 2. Did they have, or Karate Kid 1, did they have a meeting at any point after Karate Kid 1 where, like, they had another fight or anything like that? Do you remember? Yeah, Karate Kid 2, I believe <laughs> they there did? was. Yeah, Karate Kid 2 was basically a direct sequel, same characters. Then there was a couple. Oh my god, you might have to internet movie database this to, to fact check me. Then there was the one, like, Hillary Swank. <laughs> Hillary Swank was the Karate Kid and. Mr. Miyagi trains her, so it was like a female karate kid. Not to be confused with uh, Million Dollar Baby. Yeah. Speaking of boxing. Okay. I was just quickly reading that for a second. But apparently this new concept for this new Karate Kid show, where uh, Johnny reopens the Cobra Kai dojo, and he starts teaching his new students the way he was taught. When he was a Cobra Kai uh, student, he teaches him to sweep the leg. Yeah, basically yeah. things like that. And I think I think what it is is uh, Daniel San. Daniel San has to kind of come back in the mix as like a Mr. Miyagi character and like like kind of show That's him like cool. this is not the way we have to do it. And he like he like reopens like the Mr. Miyagi thing and it's like oh, it's like man. a rivalry kind of thing. Good to see Ralph Macchio doing work. I if if I can't remember, I think that is the way. The story is supposed to go, but it's supposed to focus more on Johnny, on Johnny, and less on Daniel. It's supposed to more focus more on his journey, reopening the Cobra Kai dojo. So it, it's a YouTube Red thing, so you got to kind of pay for it and subscribe to that thing. But like, that's how you're going to see it. But that's apparently what they're trying to do right now. I like the idea of it. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Like bringing back the Karate Kid like that with the same actors, like adults, like, hey, we're going to open our. That's like a movie. That's like a future movie. Like, hey, remember us? We were like those karate fighters. Well, guess what? We're going to open our own dojo and train kids. Like, yeah. Like, take it back from Jackie Chan and Will and J- uh, Jaden Smith. Take it back from that. That's what I'm saying. Never saw that. Yeah. Um, I love Jackie Chan. Having said that, not a good movie. I. Uh... I would say I like Jackie Chan. I I wouldn't. I, I love would go Jackie so far Chan. as say I love him. I love Jackie Chan. <laughs> love him. I'm a I'm a Jackie Chan man. That's what I am. Uh, but no, Rush Jay- Hour. Rush Hour let is t- cool. Let, let me tell you, Shanghai how, Noon is cool. Let me tell you how Karate Kid ended with the J- Jaden Smith Karate Kid. Um, it was the same whole thing where he had a rivalry. Blah blah blah. Uh, Jackie Chan was training him, and he had like the final fight. And what happened was his leg got fucked up thanks to the other fighter. And he basically like had like a sprained leg or twisted leg or something like that. So he can kind of only stand on one leg. So he did like the crane pose. Right, right. Yeah, he did yeah. the crane pose. But he kicked him in the chin while doing a backflip with one foot. Having only trained karate for like three months. That's like some... Crouching tiger, hidden dragon. That's like shit. some crouching tiger, hidden bullshit shit. Is what that is. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And I was like, "You're really gonna end it like that? Like you had such potential, and you're gonna end it like that?" But whatever, I guess. It took place in China, so what am I gonna say? Did it? It. Why? Well, that's was what it Japan. It took place in China. It was actually in China. I don't know if it was. Re- Filmed in China, but it took place in China. Like, he, he was an American child that his mom got a job in China or whatever, and she went out there to work, and he was just like a... He's like the new kid on the block. Had a bunch of hits. 
Chinese food made him sick. <laughs> I laugh at my own jokes and I love them. Is that LFO? Yeah. Okay. I saw LFO in concert. Oh yeah. Yeah. How was that? It, um, was it was just it like as you'd expect to be average as best? I mean, it's however you would expect an LFO concert to go. That's how it went. <laughs> I was probably 16, and I thought it was tough shit, and I was at an LFO concert. So There's that one for my resume. Listen, I've been listening to a lot of music from my 90s childhood. Like, I, well, like, I say 90s, actually, like, 2000 childhood. Like, I've added some offspring back to my playlist of things to listen to. It's, it, it holds up as some fun music. I'm going to say that it holds up as some fun music. Alexa, play LFO every other time. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> Alexa, stop. Don't Scott is on. having a... I am going to put it on there. Scott is having a really, really hard time with his birthday present. Don't put it on. I'm going to put it on. Don't you put it on. You might as well comment on it because I'm going to put it on. Don't put it on. Do it. Come on. No, I look like a fucking kinder. I sound it's like not a you. It's technology that's making you look stupid, not you. Like, no, if I probably, technology's fucking up. LFO by Granddaddy. You're probably fucking up the name. And that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so. That's exactly what I'm doing. I just got it. Alexa, play... Yeah, What's see, the song called? What's see? the song called? Alexa, stop. Stop that shit. Alexa, stop. Alexa. Alexa. Stop. Just stop. Just stop just, right now. Just quit it. Just quit it. Just quit it. <laughs> just quit it. Just quit. Alexa. She doesn't fucking know. Alexa. Play Pretty Fly for a White Guy by The Offspring. Not that one. Yeah. She didn't hear me anyway. Doesn't matter. Offspring, huh? Yeah, I've been listening a little bit of Offspring. I put System of a Down back on some of my shit. Okay. It's, I've been listening to a lot of like really like, I guess you would say things I listened. I, so I'm going back to school. I guess you would say I've been playing things I listened to when I went back to college. Not realizing it until after I started listening to it. This is what I listened to in college. Like, that's kind of what I've been listening to a little bit lately. Do you know how I found those songs again? Burn CDs? No. Go through your burn CDs? No, I have them. I got a whole CD book. Remember those old school CD books? I do remember. I've got three of them. I only have one. They're priceless. They are. You can't replace those. I don't, I can't, like, I'm thinking about it like, I don't know what to do with those CDs. I'm never going to use them again, but I can't throw them away. Too many memories. Like I just like will pop in one and be like, oh, I remember this song. I used to cruise around in my first car when I was 17 and jammed to this in my CD player. Oh, I remember this. I got my dick sucked to this song when I was in high school. Like I don't have those kind of memories, Scott. <laughs> so I, I will thank you not to shame me a little bit. I will, I will thank you not to, please. And Alexa, play Slob on My Knob by the Three Six Mafia. She does that one. Anyway, so what's 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 in your playlist right now? You um, said offspring system. Offspring of a down. system of down. 
Uh, that's like the highlights. It's like a lot of Foo Fighters, too. Got a lot of Foo Fighters on there. A few uh, Rise Against. There's a big cut in that song. Hmm. It's a lot of like really old school, like hard rock. Apparently, I didn't know this, but when I Googled it and Wikipedia did it, a lot of those bands and a lot of what I listen to in college is a lot of emo bands. I didn't notice that, but they consider like a lot of those emo bands. You were an emo kid, huh? Apparently, I didn't know. Didn't know. I made fun of them a lot, but apparently they are. Hmm. Alexa, stop. That's not a good song. It's not a good song. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good getting your dick sucked too song. Don't have I those mean, kind I of memories. I could get my dick sucked to Millie Vanilli, and that would be a good dick sucking <laughs> song. <laughs> Blame it on the rain, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to. I need to. Well, now that I have Alexa here to help me out. You need, like, Spotify or I something can, like that. I can just uh, go wiki wild. On... You're going to go, like, I, I'm imagining that you have the, your Echo Dot. You're just going to come home and instantly you're going to be like, Alexa, play, you know, this song. She said it, see? Alexa, play a song. Alexa, stop. Now you've done it. Alexa, stop. Now she, now you've done it. Yeah, she stopped. She knows who's boss. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of that. You need, like... St- Spotify or something because that's how I found some of these songs. I forgot or didn't know that Spotify had like a refresh or uh, a suggested list based on whatever playlist you make. That's how I found a lot. Pandora does that too. Well, Pandora is like you, you, Pandora is like you create a station genre a genre station and like they and you thumbs up the song if it comes up exactly spotify is more like you create Mm -hmm. your own list and then you just add songs to that list and it'll play off that but then at the bottom they'll have like based on that list they'll have suggested songs so it's better oh i know it's better i know spotify i wouldn't say it's better because i like surprises I like surprises. Well, okay, if you want surprises, you can just add a couple songs to a list, and it'll just randomize a lot of bullshit. That's what Pandora does, so... I'm just saying, if yeah, you... But I you like can surprises. have the best of both worlds with one app instead of two. Or I can just tell you-know-who over here what I want to hear. What do you want to hear, Scott? Right now? I'll tell you what I don't want to hear. What? The... Fucking Kid Rock. I am so... What is... Do you have any Guilty Pleasure songs? What do you have Guilty Pleasure songs? I am... My Guilty Pleasure is Teeny Bopper. Really? Yes. I love Miley Cyrus, Taylor Swift, her older stuff. Um, Yeah, just like... I'm going to show you Guilty Pleasure songs. Whatever comes on like the top 40... The hot stations, yeah, I'm into I'm into the teeny bopper. Kristen makes fun of me all the time. I like teeny bopper. I'm gonna show you a guilty pleasure song of mine. Let's see if let's see if uh, our old friend over here has it. Alexa, play "Side by Side" by Ariana Grande. She better have that. Side to side. That's it. That is a guilty pleasure song of mine right there. Yeah. I don't know what what it is no, about that song. Teeny Bopper. I don't know what it is about that song. It's okay. She knows her shit. Um, 
Alexa, stop. I don't know what it is about that song, but it is a guilty pleasure song of mine. C- couldn't tell you what. I think Ariana Grande, don't really like her as a person, but she is an amazing voice. She could sing her fucking ass off. So I think that might be why I like it. So, when I was in probably the 7th or 8th grade, I actually did this, and, I, and I, I'm ashamed to say I did this. I bought the album, Kid Rock, Devil Without a Cause, when that CD came out. And I actually really liked it. Because he was more of hip-hop back then. He like played like rock music and rapped to it. And I had my phase where I was kind of into like the Limp Biscuits and the Corns, where they played yeah. metal and rapped to it. Uh, even a little bit of Linkin Park used to do that. And yeah, the first couple of ones. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of Linkin Park, I do have a story okay, about okay. that for a but, second. But I'm just saying, those those yeah. kind of groups that played rock, like heavy rock and rap to it, I had a phase where I liked that. Very embarrassed by it now. But I had the Kid Rock Devil Without a Cause album. And then he, he, he changed over time. He went from that, he put out like a country album, and he's horrible now. He is like on par to me. He's like Nickelback or Creed, some of the worst fucking bands you can imagine. Guilty I pl- hate Nickelback. I hate, I hate Nickelback. Guilty Pleasure. I used to listen to Creed. I used to listen They're to Creed. They're pretty horrible. Every single song is like the horrible. same. But They're I used to listen to god them. awful. I used to listen to them. I I can honestly say that I never liked Nickelback and I never liked Creed. So I'm proud to say that I've always disliked those two. But I used to like Kid Rock and now I can't stand him. He is horrible. Like a song, uh, one of his fucking songs come on. I want to vomit. I love the song Werewolves of London by Warren Zevant. Kid Rock fucking ruined that song by taking it and sampling it. it. All he does is he's like playing Werewolves of London and he's singing Sweet Home Alabama over a different song. It's like the worst fucking thing you could have ever done and I hate him for it. It's like a mashup. And he has that song with fucking Sheryl Crow. About his, oh God, I don't even... <laughs> it comes on, I want to vomit all over everything. So I'm going to bring a downer. Note to this real quick. Okay, you brought up Linkin Park. We'll talk about this real quick. Okay, if you didn't already hear about it uh, some weeks ago, lead singer Linkin Park, Chester Bennington, uh, killed himself. I did hear that. He committed suicide. He had been going through a lot of depression and a lot of uh, different issues for years and years. He's been battling, and he actually actually, uh, killed himself. Like it's, it's, It's sad. It's really sad because he was... He was a voice of my childhood because I used to listen to Linkin Park all the time as like a teenager. So it's a, it's a little sad. Um, I just want to bring this up. If anybody out there has any kind of feelings of depression or suicidal thoughts, please, please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Their number is 1-800-273-8255. Like, it's, it's, it's a serious issue if you're thinking about that. Like, it's never the answer absolutely not um it's very sad that it happened he had a lot of apparently uh childhood abuse 
issues he had been dealing with for years, and it just kind of got the better of him, apparently. So a little bit of a downer note, but, you know, Linkin Park is a band of my childhood, and it's sad to hear that. How good was the Linkin Park Jay-Z crossover album? It was amazing. So fucking good. <laughs> it was amazing. That was so good. I... If you go back and listen to the first two albums, they're actually pretty good. They're actually pretty enjoyable, especially the second one, uh, Meteora. So it's, I I did that like after after I found out he died, I did, actually went back and listened to a couple uh, of their albums a few times. So yeah, cheers to you, sir. Yes, pour one out for our homies. Yeah. And if anybody ever needs to talk, you can always hit for distraction up too. Yes, um, just don't hit Scott up if you're a right wing conservative because he'll, you know, argue well, with I'll you. I'll talk. I'll talk. We'll talk a <laughs> lot. It's a good show, sir. It's a yes, good, sir. very, very good show. If you guys want to get a hold of for distraction, you guys can email us for distraction at gmail dot com. We are also on Facebook and Twitter. Search for Distraction at Podcast FYD. We are on SoundCloud and iTunes. Search for Distraction. Rate us, like us, share us with your friends, and write a, write a review. The only way we grow is if you help us grow. That's kind of how these shows work. You know, uh, we are also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. Head over to B R E L network.com we got a lot of great shows on there obviously us you know if you haven't heard we're on there too uh movie guys podcast hey i like the game there's a there's a few really great shows head over there take a listen really amazing the beer of the show the yum 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 the yum yum american session ale by the Three Floyds Brewing Company, Munster, Indiana. I enjoy it. I got a question about this label. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know this before. There's two cats on the label. What the fuck? The pink blobs next they to his arms. They're fucking cats. They are cats. They're I, cats. I, I what? So I don't have the slightest idea. There's a lot what? going on. We got to take a picture of this and post it on Fourier Distraction social what? media. This is great. This is great so people can see Giant, what we're looking at. Like little pink cats they're they look like they're black cats but they're pink cats with next to a f- six-armed man he's got six arms on like him. lord lord ganesh yeah he's got okay. six arms on him i'm not, I'm not kidding six arms a be a like big the, ass the hindu god yes yeah, six arms a big ass beard and some pink cats is it lord ganesh that is the six arm or you see the elephant god six um, is the six arm god kali one of them. Either I, way, either way, he's got a lot of pussy. Yeah. 